evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Hey, fucko. We like to call it Midnight Movie Night. Intriguing. We are the Midnight Movie Nights. With a K. Two idiots with microphones bringing you a weekly not-safe-for-work dose of verbal diarrhea about life, pop culture, and most importantly, movies. Today is Sunday, July 31st, 2016, and I am Miranda Janelle. I'm that fracking cat. <laughs> Hi, that fracking cat. No. <laughs> if you want to interact with the live show, join us on Mixler.com slash Take37 in the chat, or send us a tweet at Pod. Indeed. With a K. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Kitty? I'm doing good. Doing good? Uh, today I am, yeah. Finally. It was a rough morning, but I'm doing good. From my reference, morning was us going to get breakfast, so it wasn't a rough morning. In fact, we tried a restaurant that, well, I had never eaten at before. I don't think you've ever eaten at before. Nope. Never. Took us forever to get in, because... It's apparently a popular spot. Yeah. But it was yummy. It was the Broken Yolk Cafe. And I had a hell of a lot of food. So much food that... I'm sorry. I'm not playing it for that. Go ahead. I know. I'm not playing it for that. Don't. Yeah. It has to... It actually has to, you know... It wasn't worthy otherwise. I would have just let it go. No. And I got flashes of, you know, Wayne's World. We're not worthy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, it was a place that I'd never been before, never even heard of. But uh I'll say that it was it was a place. <laughs> I I had the I had chicken fried steak and eggs, which is I like the eggs and the the hash browns and the biscuit was kind of odd looking. It was oddly shaped, but it was all right. It was a big biscuit, so it's it's a little dry. A little bit dry, and it was kind of a. It was a pretty. It really was a big biscuit. Yeah, well, my my thing was when I got the biscuit instead of getting like toast, I was going to use some of the gravy from the chicken fried steak for the biscuit, but the gravy was kind of odd. It I think it had some sausage in it and egg, like scrambled egg. At least I hope that's what it was. It just it was different. It was still all right. I mean, I ate it, but I was expecting just a regular cream gravy and, uh, you know, it was different. <laughs> yeah, I got I got two eggs, Italian sausage, hash browns, and then um, there was a choice of bread. And I was thinking tortilla, you know, like take the sausage, cut it up, you know, take some of the eggs, you know, maybe some of the hash browns, throw in some... Uh, like maybe some Cholula or, or whatever, even though Cholula and Italian sausage actually sounds like a <laughs> terrible combination. But I was just, you know, thinking, you know, maybe make my own breakfast wrap or something like that. Yeah. Um, but there was also a blueberry muffin. And, oh, I love me a blueberry muffin. I'm not big on blueberries. <laughs> and so I asked the waitress her opinion, and she 
immediately just like, oh, blueberry, definitely blueberry. Yeah, I don't even think you got the whole question. I was just, uh, yeah, just trying she, to decide between the tortillas or blueberry. Blueberry. I didn't even get to say muffin. <laughs> uh, You're getting the blueberry muffin. You're like, okay. Jeebus. Okay. It was a good muffin. I mean, oh, like, I get, oh, yeah, I get why she said it, you know? I mean, okay. you were a little concerned when, when I sliced some muffin top off. Why? I don't oh, know. I, you were just making comments. Oh, you know? because I just didn't think you didn't like the stump or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's how I was suctioning out that muffin. I, I Normally, I don't eat a muffin with, you know, normally I don't cut it, but that one, it... It was kind of uneven, so it just looked like okay. I'm gonna have an easier time just slicing, slicing this one up and 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 whatever. Diana says the muffin is just a carrier of the blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> if they would have had like a, a banana nut muffin, maybe. If it was like chocolate chip, no, I'm not. I'm not big on that either. But I probably would have even gone brand. But yeah, this oh, you get yourself a good brand muffin. Yeah. Yeah. But I like banana nut. Banana nut's good. Yeah. I'm, uh, I love poppy seed muffins. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Yeah, I'm in there. I'm, yeah. I'm with you there. Awesome. Definitely. Should renew the uh, Costco membership and then just get, you know, the, the uh, 12, well, they do it as two six packs now, but. I don't think you can eat that many damn muffins. <laughs> Well, you're going to help, right? I mean... I would, but yeah. It would be like the curry. You know, get way too much of it and not be able to finish it all. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would have that next time. That's what what annoyed me so much. Like, as I was making that, like, right after I put, put the final ingredients in the pot... Yeah. It just... It hit me. I could have had this recipe so easily... (laughs) <laughs> you know, I could have used one jar of uh, those peppers. You know, I could have... <laughs> I like those peppers. I could have used half the jar of the curry sauce. Well, the the entire idea of this recipe was I don't want to go out. I want to make something, but I don't want to think. And I knew uh, Trader Joe's has recipes um, on their website, and it's all stuff that you can get in their store. So you can just go in and and literally pick up, all right, I need this ingredient, this ingredient, this ingredient, this ingredient. It has a shopping list for you. Oh, come on, really? Your microphone's cutting out again? Oh, is it? Ay. All right. Where the hell were we? Uh, Curry. Curry. We were talking about the curry. Right. So. <laughs> that was good curry. I liked it. I liked the potatoes, and it, it had a good flavor. I uh, even added a couple of pieces of chicken to it. Uh, I think I took it Friday night for lunch. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. good. Yeah, it was it was awesome. And I, I love doing uh, the recipes, but just as, you know, it, it was so convenient because I was able to just go pick up all of the ingredients at the store, um, you know, uh, come home and 30 minutes later, I've got a nice meal. But as I was putting the last ingredients in, I realized, oh, my God, I could have had this recipe so easily. (laughs) (laughs) And it would have been so much easier to make because naturally I used the perfectly 
portioned pots, you know, so everything was like filled to the brim, you know, boiling the potatoes and everything. It's like, I, 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 I could have used, you know, one, I could have used the larger pots and two, I could have halved it and then used the regular pots that I did choose to use. And every, it's just next time it made a mess. <laughs> yeah, I think I was going to work when you said that you were doing that and you were like, I should have used a, a different pots or bigger pots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you went to work like right out, right as I was finishing the last little bit. But, um, anyway, it was a good recipe. It was quite enjoyable. I will definitely do it again, but, um, I'm, I'm going to be a little more conscious of having the recipe next time. Cause that made a lot of freaking curry <laughs> and I ate it three days in a row and then had, you know, had some more, um, the other night, but uh, I, God, there's still more left. I think I ended up having two or three. Yeah. As it made a lot of curry. <laughs> what would be good is that one recipe on this magazine that you got. That oh, the orange it? chicken one? Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I need to make that. I bought that magazine for that recipe specifically, and I still haven't made it yet. So I'll have to give that a try. Um, How was your week, Kitty? Uh, It was mostly a week. Just uh, basic crap at work and... uh. Dealing with a douche monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this guy. He's a uh, oh, fuck it. He's a bit of a pansy, I guess, because what it was. It was Friday night. I told you that he was complaining that he got his pants dirty, and then you know, yeah. But what did he? What did he say? Because when you told me this at breakfast, my jaw just dropped. Yeah, you didn't say anything for a couple of minutes. I thought maybe you just had a stroke or something. <laughs> I, I think I may have. It, it's fucking ridiculous what he said. Yeah, he said uh, he couldn't believe he got his pants dirty because, you know, he's not there to lead. He's or he's not th- there to work, but to lead. Something like that. You know, I'm here to lead, not not to do all of this stuff. I'm like, you sorry, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard of lead by example? That's what I thought of whenever I walked away. I was like, shit. Yeah, I mean... How the f- a part of being a good leader is is you know knowing the job that that needs to be done, and I've never found it effective to try and tell people to to do something without at least demonstrating my credentials first. You know, I when I first started, uh, there was a the department manager, and I've worked around many department managers that just they're there to i guess they're you know they've got the title and they feel like they don't they're not supposed to do anything else besides you know the the management part of things but the man the department manager that i had said that he didn't want to ask anybody to do something that he wouldn't do himself exactly and he did he worked i mean i was he worked with me one night and he was busting ass to you know to work. Yeah. When, when, when so I had great respect for him for that. When you're leading a crew, you know, and sure, it's, it's one thing to, to delegate and do everything. But if there's a problem, you got to roll up your sleeves and get your hands dirty. Yeah. I've worked with plenty of people like that that were overnight managers that would, you know, and not just, 
And this and is a, this is the same guy who was wearing a suit the first night back, you know, Wednesday night. He was wearing, you know, a suit jacket and a tie. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Running for mayor or some shit? <laughs> You're an overnight manager at a, a retail store. Get over yourself. You're nothing more than that. I don't even think the manager dresses that well. The manager wears a vest, a, you know, an actual vest like everyone else. And I don't even think he has one, the, you know, douche monkey. I don't think he has one. I've never seen him in one. But the store manager will wear one. Someone has an overinflated sense of... Purpose? Entitlement? Yeah. Well, he's... I I told you, he's... He's like a standard issue. I've worked with other people about the same age, like mid-20s to, you know, late-20s, maybe up, up to 30. But they're all like that. Every one of them. They, you know, they come in there, they're dressed all... Uh, like they're supposed to be some model or something or you know like they're running for office and they just have that that sense about them i don't know what what their deal is it just irritates me you're there to work yeah get over yourself <laughs> that reminds me about an, argu- an argument i had with my boss this week <laughs> We got into it. See, the meditation has been doing me, like, it's been doing me a lot of good. I'm approaching a lot of things with a much clearer mind um, and being less reactive. However, god damn it, if my boss can't push my button straight to irrational response. (laughs) Okay. So we got in a huge argument in my office. Nice. (laughs) And it happened right at 2.45, which is the time that I meditate every day. And part, you know, part of what is, has been doing so, like helping me do so, so well with it is I, it's, it's created a schedule for me to, to stick to. I can't do it every day, but I, I have the goal and most days at 2.45 PM, I am meditating, um, and I started talking about meditating and I completely, totally lost context for what I was saying. <laughs> oh, the, the boss? Yeah. I, well, I got, okay, so I got into it with him and, and I was like, no, I need to meditate. Close my door. Go away. Go away. No, <laughs> close my door. I'm like, no, you're, you're, uh, stop. <laughs> like, and, and, and we're going back and forth and, and he's like, you don't have to be right all the time. It's like, it's not about being right. It's about doing right. <laughs> like, no, go away. I need to fucking meditate. <laughs> like, you're driving me nuts. Seriously. I don't know why he doesn't fire me. If a fucking employee talked to me like that. Yeah. I would I know I was out of line, but he pushed me way beyond. You know, like I I was trying, you know, I it started with me asking him to go so I can meditate. <laughs> and then he kept pushing and you know what happens when you keep pushing me. Yeah. I just get louder. Maybe I know understands. it's not effective. I don't want to be like that. That's it's part of you know, like I said, it's the meditation has helped with a lot of things. I'm being far less reactive, but 
damn it, does he ever push my buttons? Well, maybe that's why I wouldn't fire you is because he understands he you're under a lot of pressure. And <laughs> I mean, it's not like you do that every day. I mean, if it was every day you talked to him like that or something, it just blew up. Well, then maybe, yeah, he'd be like, you know, we need to talk about this kind of attitude <laughs> that you've got. But if it's just like you, you blow up every once in a while, then, yeah, I guess he understands. Yeah. And it, it kind of backs off. All right, well, pushed a little too far. I'll kind of back off just a bit. Well, but anyway, that was uh, the, that, that was my way of getting to the, you know, it's not about being right it's about doing right (laughs) you know that was my big one and then uh another uh, another one that i came up with was uh like wait no i've i like i don't remember what i was saying but i finally just broke down and said i'm not the brush i'm the fucking artist (laughs) (laughs) you said that you yelled yes okay that's awesome (laughs) that you did not tell me yeah, <laughs> I was basically telling my boss, "Stop telling me how to do my job." <laughs> I get, I, you know, I understand that. I do that a lot. It's, just leave me alone and let me do what I'm supposed to do. I do it well. Trust me, you're gonna love the end result. Just like you're, you come in, and and like I've only discovered these issues, you know, ten minutes prior. I haven't had the time to to think, you know. It, it, it's the use of the word, you know, he, like I kept being told that I was overthinking something and just every single time that came up, it just like, it just became one of those hot button, you know, <laughs> phrases, you know, you, you, you push that button, you're getting a freaking reaction. <laughs> like just stop telling me. I, ah, that's not good. Hold on, I need a moment, Kitty. Okay. All right, well, I guess if you want me to talk. Or are you going to be okay? <clears throat> Just keep talking? Or Yeah, always keep talking when I... Okay, well... Sorry, I, I just... I got a little concerned there for a minute, but all right. It was just tinnitus. It, oh, nice. You know, sometimes it gets a little too intense and... Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if it was something serious, I would have stopped talking. I didn't want to keep talking and seem like I was insensitive. Like, you're going through issues. I'm going to keep talking. But that's what I wanted you to do. Okay. <laughs> you know, th- I don't have the same issue as, uh, as much as you do with your boss because, you know, there's more people, I guess, that he has to deal with. But, yeah, I don't listen to I don't even call him my boss. I don't even think, you know, he's not my boss. I mean, maybe technically, I guess, but no, <laughs> he's not my boss. And, you know, and I'm not going to give some respect to somebody who really doesn't deserve it. Not to a glorified babysitter, a monkey with a title. And he doesn't treat you with any respect whatsoever. That, I, I, you know, I get. <sighs> I'm there to do do a job and I'll do it and I'll do it well, but I'm not going to, you know, suck up to somebody that I don't care about and could care less what they think. You know, I'm not there for them. I'm there to... You're not there to please them? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. 
Uh, well, other than that, I had a, I had a mostly good week. Um, restarted Wine Wednesday, um, and that was, you know, that was nice. Uh, most of most of the people who were invited couldn't go this week, um, so, but. I did, you know, get to have a really rad one-on-one reaction um, with someone I'm just, you know, starting to get to know. And, you know, like, I've got a new friend. And she's cool. (laughs) She's making friends. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so it it was actually cool to just talk, you know, uh, to each other in a one-on-one setting. You know, like usually with Wine Wednesday, um, the plan is for it to be a bigger group, you know, and it started like that. It originally started out as me and a coworker one-on-one. And then we, you know, like we kept trying to expand it and get other people to come in. And, you know, and then when we finally did start getting other people to come in, uh, she moved away and then people started to stop showing up. And so <laughs> it was just like, all right, wine Wednesday went away, but yeah. You know, I've been wanting to bring it back, and uh, some of the other ladies have uh, been bringing it up, um, and so we've. <laughs> so a- anyway, we restarted it, and uh, hopefully, we'll have more turnout this week. And if not, uh, it'll still be cool to hang out and talk. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, and then on Thursday, I finally rode my bike to work and it was awesome. You know, I got my bike back last week and, uh, I can't remember. Did I get back before we recorded or, um, cause we recorded on Sunday, right? Right. Okay. So yeah, I did get my bike back before. You got um, it, um, Saturday, right? Yes. Yeah. That's yes. right. Yeah. Yes. Because you went out riding. Right. So anyway, I, you know, now that it's been fixed up, um, I rode it into the office and that was pretty cool. I was kind of like when I got to, when I got there, I was really, really hot because it was a hot day. Yeah. You know, already like in the morning, it was already in the eighties. <laughs> and you were riding a bike. Right. But yeah. it was actually... You know, I went, by the time I got to to the office, you know, I was pretty hot and you know, I was a little sweaty. Um but I still like I felt amazing. You know, I I, I had the release of endorphins and 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 everything. It just it, it felt amazing. Um and I think I had a pretty productive day at that point. Um, but then I started to dread the ride home <laughs> because as, as I had found out the last Saturday, the Creek trail is closed, which means the, the safe, you know, or uh, the, the bike path that goes down to the beach and has the option for going up the hill in staged uh (laughs) you know it's it's uh uphill a little bit levels off and then uphill levels off uphill levels off 
you know, versus the other two ways of getting up the hill, which are just straight, straight up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Even but, a gradual choice is kind of bad if you're not really into riding. Well, but that's 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 the one I know for a fact I can handle because before I took the bike in to get it fixed, I, you know, I would ride down the hill, um, and go down to like the marina. Yeah. And uh, you know, and check out the harbor, and ride around there for a while before riding back home. So I know I know that it's not too steep at any point. Like my legs get really tired still, but I know I can handle that one, but the other two hills are just, they, they are murder. So I was, I was wondering how I could get safely down, um, you know, (laughs) down to the beach so that I could take the other hill. (laughs) <laughs> uh, all, all the all the way up or the other route same hill you know but so that i could take that up and i just couldn't find a good safe way to get there because that the the creek trail is closed so i opted for um the shortest route but but yeah i didn't make it up the hill uh, I, I got to the point where i was maybe a quarter to a third of the way up and my knee just started hurting and yeah and there's always the bus i had to no well there is a, yes there is always the bus but i mean you can ride it all the way to the bottom of the other hill and it'll bring you up you know this far or at least it would bring you up to a point where it would it would be uh like a halfway point yeah i don't know it's an option well, but see, the, I know what your point is to to ride it all, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the well, the first like two miles of the ride are, you know, from my office to home are mostly flat. It's there, you know. There's a there's a little bit of a hill, uh, leading up. That doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It's hilly. Um, it's hilly. The entire idea of all of this, you know, of of riding into work, is it's it's additional points for exercise during the day. I have, you know, I've been, I've got a forty three day streak going for meditation. Um, I have been doing yoga every day for the last two weeks. About uh, I forget exactly when I started, but um, I think it may have been like a Monday or Tuesday morning. But it's been about two weeks, um, and I only missed last Saturday. Um, and I've also, you know, done yoga at night a couple of times. I'm you know I'm increasing the activity le- level. I'm I'm working out more, and by riding my bike to work and back home that's an additional point for a workout yeah that i can easily slot into my day and yeah it's i i've i've been on this kick and it is really really paying off you know i've 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 made a lot of positive change lately um so going forward i i definitely will 
be continuing to. <laughs> what was that look? It just looks strange to me. What, having the actual microphone? Yeah, I forgot what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> so why 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 did you take the uh the foam topper off anyway? I'm you, noticing again. It seemed like it was down and now it's back up. So Well I'm but it's it. not it's it's not the the sponge. You know, just make sure you don't pop your peas. <laughs> okay. I was just looking to see. Okay. Um so yeah, exercising a lot more. Um, staring at the stars a lot. I know I talked about that last week. Uh, just been introducing all of this stuff. Uh, <laughs> yogurt in the morning is good. Hey, Jim, how you doing? What are you doing listening to us right now? You said that night yoga is, yogurt is too messy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, use the Schwartz. <laughs> Let's and, see. Uh, what you told else? me to keep my mic up. Nice. Sponges are messy. <laughs> Actually, besides work and uh, dealing with a douche monkey who's, you know, a douche monkey and a tool, uh, I, today was pretty fun. Yeah, we went on a little adventure. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, okay, uh... Yeah, I'm going to say that, you know, last night I wasn't in the right mood. I, I did call home after uh, not talking to my stepdad for a couple of months. So I just kind of got like a little down about that. But, you know, everything's going good home at home. It's just, you know, haven't called in all that time. And, you know, I've sent text messages. It's not like I haven't been in contact with them, but just, you know, I haven't called. So I was a little down about that last night. I was like, yeah, I don't feel like doing anything. <laughs> I got I got gotcha. you. Well, and I, ha- I had, you know, confused it because I had mentioned I wanted to go to my friend's birthday party. And <laughs> and then I looked up and I was like, oh, fuck, that's in L.A. I don't want to go out to L.A. <laughs> 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 like, we're fucking practically in San Diego over here. <laughs> Damn, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, we we are not that far from San Diego. <laughs> um, I know I've almost been on a bus that was going to go that way. Yep, I'm not even entirely convinced that you didn't leave the county line. I probably did. I think I you may know. have crossed it. It's possible. I don't know. It was the furthest I've been south since I've been here, and luckily the bus was making a a, a turn to come back. Okay, Otherwise, then. I probably then yeah, you probably never left San Clemente then. Oh, okay. But you were close. You were really close to... Well, I've only been on the bus a couple of times where I actually thought, uh, this is going a lot further than I expected, and I shouldn't be doing this. And, you know, one time it was at night um, when I was going to work, and I got on the bus, I thought I was going to be uh, you know, a little bit clever because I thought the the bus that was going the opposite way would just turn around and come back. Well, that's not the case. <laughs> it's a, it was a different bus that I usually get picked up by. And so this bus kept going and it was going to go probably all the way back to wherever the hub is, like the bus station or you know, the actual bus hub or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I had to, 
asked the guy, I said, uh, is this going to go back around? He said, no, we're going to the station after this. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that night. So I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to get off here soon. Is there another bus that's going to come around? He said, yeah, in about an hour. Shit. I'm going to be late to work. Yeah, and I wasn't even worried about that. I was, when I got off the bus, uh, it was dark. <laughs> I was in another... Were you wearing sunglasses? No, no sunglasses. But it was uh, dark and... Did I, you have a... Uh, how are you on gas? Oh, I'm always good with gas, especially if I had dairy. So. What? Okay. <laughs> uh, so was it a full tank of gas or... <laughs> no, I think it was probably about a quarter. <laughs> I wasn't what about much cigarettes? Care. How much of a pack? Uh, half a pack. <laughs> and how many miles to Chicago? Probably around 160. 106. 106? Did uh, Princess Leia show up with a machine gun? <laughs> <laughs> she could have. It was dark. There was a tunnel nearby. <laughs> Did you see the light? Chibis no. H. Dancing Christ, I see the light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> Jim, he said, kitty, cross the line. Kitty will find himself in a field picking lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> kitty and uh, Cheech Marin buddy movie. I like it. <laughs> oh, so I have been having quite the experience. Um this week in dealing with my car. Uh, the Volkswagen buyback program has officially started as of the, as of Tuesday. And when I checked the mail on Tuesday, I found an envelope with Volkswagen branding on it. Boot. And it said vehicle buyback offer enclosed. I'm like, Oh, that's handy. I guess it's because I I took part in that thing where I went to the dealership and they gave me, you know, they, they checked the mileage on my car and the general condition of it and then gave me the the roadside assistance package. Cool. And I got the eye of the tiger, fire, and you're gonna hear me and uh, yeah, so there was that, that whole loyalty package, which I still haven't used the gift card that they gave me from that, but um, unimportant detail. I thought, I thought it was, it, because, yeah, I thought it was because of that, that they were able to just automatically calculate everything because they had the, the mileage at a known date and, and they could take care of everything right then and there. And I, I open it up. And it's a freaking local dealership doing a buyback event. And I'm thinking, this arrives on the day of the class action lawsuit buyback program starting. You know, this is the resolution to the class action lawsuit. It, it, and today is the first day. And they have the freaking audacity to send, a, you know, an advertisement for a vehicle buyback uh, a program that they're doing like it just it felt shady it felt really really shady and so I got myself all worked up you know and, and by worked up was just like I'm gonna go there and participate in this and try and catch them in a trap I want to <laughs> see if they freaking tell me that my better option is to let 
you know, Volkswagen corporate buy it back. <laughs> and the thing came with the scratcher, you know, cause they were doing like extra prizes and stuff. You know, you know, the gimmicks that dealerships do. Oh yeah. I, right. I've got some before. And, and well, you had a quarter on the desk. So I reached over, grabbed the quarter track, scratched it off. And I found that I had two matching sets of seven, you know, seven, seven and seven. And so I was like, Oh, okay. Well, According to the scratcher, I won something. So, all right, Hooray. I'm going to the dealership. I'm going to be near it anyway on Friday. I'll set up the appointment. So after setting up the appointment, I talked to, I talked to this guy, on, uh, Arnaldo, on you know, Friday morning and say, like, hey, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be down there around 7 p.m. Can I come in then? Blah, 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 blah. I've got my appointment set up. I show up right at 7 p.m. And there's no Arnaldo to be found anywhere. Like, apparently he had just been there. And so this very nice guy, Deshaun, goes looking for Arnaldo. And I'm just standing there in the parking lot for, you know, more than five minutes. Just wondering what the frick is going on. And... You know, there's a whole bunch of salespeople and everything just standing around staring at me. <laughs> they were just staring at you? Well, I mean, like, they were talking and everything, but they would look over, and then, I like, I would see them looking, and they'd go back to talking, and then it's just, Did like... Did you wave at them or anything? Like, No, I was, I'm just, like, sitting there, like, really, like, dude, come on. And I know I, I know I looked at some point, you know, and I think it had been, like, seven minutes or so or whatever... And I'm finally, you know, by the time that I finally decide to, you know, I forget if I sent it to you or to a group message, but I was just like, dude, this, I freaking made an appointment for 7 p.m. And this guy, you know, I went to them and that like he, and he didn't show what the hell. Usually it's the other way around. Did he ever show up? I mean. Uh, There was some kind of communication, you know, mishap that he had thought I'd been taken care of because, you know, someone else had said that (laughs) someone had, you know, shown up or, you know, some bullshit excuse like that. And I was just like, all right, whatever. So Deshaun, the very nice man who went to go look for him, you know, because Arnaldo was now with another customer. So Jim said the Spanish happy days was set at Arnaldo's diner. (laughs) (laughs) very good jim nice um so yeah uh so in talking to deshaun you know he the very first thing that he had asked was okay well you know what uh what vehicle are you currently driving and i said it's a 2010 jetta tdi and he's like all right let me stop you right there we're not going to buy that back from you you're going to get a better deal by going through the VAW corporate because, you know, you're covered under the class action lawsuit and da 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 And I'm just like, damn it, dude. You're awesome. Because <laughs> he told the truth? Yeah, just, and right off the bat. It was, you know, like, I was, I, I, was, I was, honestly, I was testing the dealership. I wanted to see what kind of people they had working there because I I hate the car buying experience. Yeah, you know, it's not very pleasant. I've tried it before. I didn't like it. Yeah, but you know this this guy was honest, no pressure. The entire like the entire time I was there, um, you know he he was nice and 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 respectful. You know there he wasn't you know pushing to make a deal immediately, and 
and it was just a much much nicer experience than I'm accustomed to and it kind of frustrated me because I really wanted I wanted something to happen you know like to the point where I can say ha ha screw you Volkswagen now I'm getting a lawyer I'm not taking part in your class action lawsuit I'm getting the full fucking buyback price for my car <laughs> I can just imagine that if, if it had gone that way you would have been like ha ha I'm suing your ass <laughs> because uh, let's be honest that's what I wanted to do I, I wanted to get worked up about this one because you know like it arrived on the same day that the program started it felt shady it felt like one of those things where you know I'm really pissed off about <laughs> I just <laughs> You catching them in this line said with a real slim shady stand up. <laughs> they're like, wow. what the fuck? Is he making a two thousand reference or something? What the hell's going on here? The nineties were the best. Listen to that nineties show on available on ADHD.com. It's a fucking podcast network. And then you run out the door. <laughs> and the entire thing was just an ad for Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just standing there scratching their head, like, what the fuck was that? No, uh, well, I think I understand what you're talking about. You know, you went in there for one thing and got disappointed, and I don't know if you. You're well, because get into it was later. a good experience, and I didn't. You know that, that that's like the one time like I wanted them to act like your typical shady shit that you get dealing with. But don't worry. Oh, have I got a story about that? Because I went in to test drive a vehicle yesterday. Yeah. You know, well. So first thing in the morning, uh, I I had an appointment at the salon. You know, my stylist is back from maternity leave. It was great to catch up with her. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, had a good time. You know, she made my hair all pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and, and afterwards, I went over to a local dealership and test drove a pickup truck. Because, yes, I do want an all-electric vehicle. Because, you know, I do have concerns about emissions and, and... Seebs loves the planet. Yeah. Seebs and Earth sitting in a tree. (laughs) I have kissed dirt before, so that is actually very appropriate. The Earth and I have made out. Ew. What? Nothing. At least it wasn't dendrophilia. What? (laughs) What? Are you just making up words? No. Uh, was it "Can't Hardly Wait"? Yeah. Watch Didn't "Can't Hardly Wait." You'll learn the ne- you'll learn the definition of dendrophilia. Sounds I'm pretty like sure it was in someone like a dandruff. No. Something. No. It, it, or pet dander. No. You ever seen a a hole in a tree? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought the pie movie was bad. <laughs> Came out at around the same time. Uh, a year earlier, I think. Uh, Can't Hardly Wait was 98, American Pie 99, I think. I don't remember. Pretty sure. Anyway, um, so I go, to the, I go to the dealership. I really do want to get a, a clean, efficient vehicle, but I also have been on this exercise and, and get back to being outside. Um I developed some reclusive tendencies and I am doing everything I can to break them. 
I am frankly tired of living the way that I have been. It All it has been doing is feeding the depression. And so I am cutting off its food source. I feel much better uh, when I'm constantly exercising and getting out and doing things. And the last couple of weeks I've been doing that a lot better and I've been feeling better. So I'm going to keep this up. And I, every single time I go out and lay out under the stars, you know, and, and just stare up, I keep getting frustrated because there's too much effing light pollution around here. It did it again. So I started thinking, you know, it's been a long time since I've had a truck. Okay. You like a truck? Well, yeah. I mean, there's certain stereotype jokes. Um, You know, when, 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 when my, when my ex and I first got together, I was driving a pickup truck. Were you wearing plaid? I I just bought a flannel shirt today, <laughs> um, but yeah, I did wear. Uh, I yeah, I had flannel shirts. Um, I'm not gonna say what we, what's on my mind. But on uh, the first weekend um, that we were together, we ended up going out to the beach, and on the way over there, we had stopped at a Home Depot. Oh Jesus! Um, and <laughs> uh, within two months of us dating. We had moved in together, so like we just check off all of the uh, yeah, just check off all of the lesbian stereotypes. (laughs) But a table saw, chainsaw. (laughs) Anyway, um, I haven't had a truck for a while. Okay, and so I've kind of been thinking about that because it's nice, you know, be able to throw stuff in the back, go camping, you know, whatever. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you can't go camping with, you know, a freaking car, but it's trucks are great, especially if you have a all-wheel drive. True. Yeah. So, I just started thinking, okay, well, maybe I can just use the vehicle buyback program to get a used commuter car that way for the stuff, you know, like for driving around town, you know, maybe get a like a hybrid or something until I can actually get the car I really want. Yeah. Um, but so just on a whim, I decided to look at the truck and so I go over to the, the local dealership and tell them, you know, okay, this is, this, this this is what I want to look at, blah, 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 blah. And so we go over to the car. The guy knows absolutely nothing about the vehicle. I know way more about it. You know, because I've actually read what they have on their freaking website. And it's not like, you know, I didn't want to look at a Ford or a Chevy or anything like, you know, like I didn't want to look at the F-150 or the Silverado or anything like that. Um, You know, those trucks are too big. Uh, The uh, Toyota Tacoma. Um, Toyota doesn't do CarPlay or Android Auto. They've got their own Entune system, um, and and I much prefer the idea of manufacturers not making their own systems because they become outdated very fast. Whereas, at least you know, if outside makers are 
like you know android auto and carplay those those are extensible and extendable through the operating system on your phone so that is something that really appeals to me so toyota's out um you know in fact all of gm gm pissed me off i have no desire to ever buy a gm vehicle so even though they make a small truck screw off but Honda just came out with uh, the 2017 Ridgeline. And it looks like a very interesting truck with very interesting tech in it. Um, and so I was at a Honda dealership checking it out. And I knew way more about this vehicle than the sales guy. And he kept saying that he was new. I'm like, okay, but that's not an excuse. When I go in to do a job, I know how to do the job. You know, part of your job is learning about the vehicles that you sell when i was working in restaurants you know it would be unacceptable to not know the fucking menu true (laughs) so this guy's already kind of no this guy pissed me off right from the get-go as soon as he was introduced he just you know he was like so are you here alone and I was like yes and then he suddenly like the entire time he was looking around and then he got like he was disappointed when I said yes. His facial, you know, expression noticeably changed to that of disappointment. And it's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I I hate to go there, but the like the where where my thoughts went were like, you're fucking pissed off I didn't bring a man with me. I swear to God, that's exactly what it felt like. That may have been me projecting, but that's what it felt like. That's usually the case, though. I, I don't know what it is, but I usually like they like dealing with men. I don't. Maybe he's hard up for a date. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jim said, "Are you alone?" Sounds like Buffalo Bill was your car salesman. <laughs> did he have a bucket? Uh, was he carrying a bucket and a small dog? Uh, no, but he did have lotion. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> no, so, so, so there was that little awkwardness, you know, uh, in the beginning, and then I knew more about the car. But I got what I wanted out of it. I got to test drive it. He couldn't tell me anything about Apple CarPlay, and I'd never used it before. And he's like, "Well, uh, I think I need to get my trainer. He knows way more about this." Da, da, da. I'm like, "Okay, so why isn't your trainer here?" <laughs> you know, he should be training you on how to fucking answer. A customer's questions. Bad trainer. Um, Bad trainer. No. So he went. No. He went over to do something, and I was just like, I'm looking at the car, going, you know, I've got my charging cable in my purse. I'll bet you I can figure this out without this guy's help. And by the time that you know, by the time he came back, I already had the freaking Star Wars theme playing in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> And the sound was all funky because someone changed the treble and the bass and the balance and everything. And I'm just in there, you know, doing the adjustments and everything while playing with, it, you know. Uh, and Jim said his trainer, did he want to do crunches? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've, I pretty much figured out everything on my own and was just checking out this guy. Like, I, I don't need you. Just go away. That's what I'd rather do with... When I tried to buy a vehicle, that's, you know, I didn't want to have to deal with him. Uh, I would see, and I want them to earn the freaking commission that they're going to make off of it. If they're, you know, if they're going to sell me a vehicle, you better earn it. And I may not be ready to buy today, 
But yeah. A, you don't know that yet. A. And and B, well, earn your fucking money. Period. Even if, you know, if, if, even if I'm not going to buy today and you know that, give me a good experience. Make me want to come back to you. Yeah. And buy the vehicle from you. This is why I used to go to stores or any place with my awesome niece because she would run a blocker for all these people who would come up. You know, if it was like a electronic store or any place that people will come up and say, hey, how you doing? Can I help you? What's going on? And they want to follow you around. I'm, I just walk right past them. <laughs> <laughs> and then she has to kind of deal with them. Nice. She's, you know, like Clara. She was a Clara. <laughs> <laughs> So, it like immediately after the test drive, the guy wants to start talking numbers, yeah, I and I try and tell him I got to deal with my car first before I take care of the numbers, and he was completely oblivious to what was going on with Volkswagen. <laughs> you know, and Jim says Tom Hanks selling used cars, earn it, <laughs> <laughs> and so right on, Jim. Men are useless. Stupid men. Stop reading the chat and have a conversation with me. I am. Continue. <laughs> well, he made a good point. I mean, don't stop reading the chat, but... He, he made a good point. I didn't want it to be lost. Out of the moment. <laughs> oh, can we just cast cast it away for a bit? Okay. All right. Um, Very good. Yeah, so I, I told this guy, you know, like, oh, I need to deal with my car, and he was completely oblivious to the emissions scandal. And so I told him about it. And he didn't I, say, like, what's wrong with your car? <laughs> Dude, you're in the car business. <laughs> yeah, and so I tell him, you know, yes, I'm I'm looking at the truck because, you know, it can enable a more active lifestyle. Um, like, I really want to take it up to the mountains and everything. And all-wheel drive would be really handy to have, blah, 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 blah. Uh, no, don't ignore the gym. <sighs> Anyway, no, um, who's reading the chat? I'm allowed to read it, right? But Jim's purposely trying to distract us now, <laughs> and it's working. You go, Jim. Um, so I'm telling the guy that what I really want is an all electric vehicle because all of the emissions from the vehicle are, you know, it's at the time of production, you know, rather than during use. And, and may, you know, maybe there's more, you know, uh, more emissions and environmental effects um, when it comes time to retire the car because, you know, have to properly dispose of and recycle the batteries and, and all of that. But overall, electric cars are the future. And that is where I want, you know, I want a clean vehicle. I don't want a, a polluting vehicle. And I'm hammering this, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm telling this guy all of this. And so he wants to talk numbers and I'm just frustrated because, you know, I already tell him I'm doing research right now. I'm trying to decide the correct vehicle to get. Um, but whatever, I got what I wanted out of the out of the transaction. I figured I will humor him a little bit and let him run the numbers um, and and make me an offer on the vehicle I drove that day, even though it didn't have one of the features I wanted. Um, 
And so we go inside. And this is when I finally meet his trainer after I've said no a couple of times to the offers that he's brought back. Uh, Trainer comes over, starts making, you know, like fudging the numbers a little bit, going back to talk to the manager. You know the dance. And so we eventually get from starting at a $700 a month uh, uh, payment. Well, I mean, trucks are expensive now. Yeah, but damn. I know. I know. Um, And so I'm looking at this going, uh, yeah, no. (laughs) And eventually this guy, you know, like this guy is going back and forth a couple of times. Well, what if I can do this at, at, at this point? And, and then he starts talking about leasing options and, and going back and, and he keeps going back and forth and he only comes back with one number monthly payment, but you're not telling me, uh, the term, for that payment, you know, you're not telling me, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Honda has, you know, this AB residual lease program where, uh, if you do lease from it, there's, there's a, a residual value left over at the end of your lease and that's your buyback amount, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, great. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure all of that's fine. I'll read the fucking contract if I end up going with that, but whatever, you know, I'm, at, at this point, like, I don't care about any of these numbers. You know, I've been there for more than an hour. I'm fucking hungry. I just want to get out of there. And and the final time when uh, the trainer guy goes back to calculate a new number, uh, the original sales guy says to me, so you're, you're, you're concerned about the environment, you know, with your car, right? And like, yeah, well, I used to work at a power plant and I don't know if I believe in global warming. (laughs) Fuck you. Like, why am I wasting my time with you? Seriously. Why did you wait around? If you didn't want to deal with all of that, why didn't you just walk out? Cause I'm, I don't know. You Catholic. don't know these people. You're not gonna. You're not gonna see them again. You don't. It's like I said. I'm Catholic. If you walk into a store and you don't find like a, let's say you walk in for a watermelon and they don't have it, are you just gonna wait around until they say, well, we could possibly get a watermelon? Uh, Look, we, don't, we don't have a watermelon, but I can get you a great deal on a cantaloupe. Yeah. Are you gonna <laughs> stick around because you're there for a watermelon, or maybe no. you're just trying to find out, you know, what kind of watermelons are available. I honestly, I was kind of, I, I, I was at that point, I was kind of laughing at the trainer guy because he kept talking about how the dealership's under so much pressure because it's the end of the month and, and come Monday, they're going to have a whole new program, but they got to meet their quotas first and da, 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 da. He's giving you the whole story that yeah, means exactly. nothing to you. Exactly. And so, uh, after the guy finally says that the, the trainer guy comes back with the final number and he got it down to two ninety nine a month. How can you say no to that? You know, like no. we are under tremendous pressure to make these deals. You know, the, the how, how about this two ninety nine a month? How can you say no to that? And I'm like, I flat out said to the guy, I appreciate that you're under pressure, but I'm not. <laughs> and with that he shook my hand <laughs> he's like well please remember us when you are ready to make <laughs> that sounds very familiar 
What do you mean? Uh, please remember us. Yeah. Please remember what's her name? Marsha. Marsha. Oh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah. I should have remembered that so one. So today, part of our adventure was to go to another Honda dealership and play completely dumb about the vehicle because I wanted to have a proper selling experience and I wanted to drive it again. We went in there with a plan, though. Yeah, we went in there with a plan. We were going to play it exactly the way that we thought it should play out, you know, where they were just going to ignore me and only talk to you. Because I'm somewhat of a man. (laughs) (laughs) You're with Stick. So, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So, um, and the plan was to just have the, the cat not really say anything and just maybe like walk around, you know, look at the, look at the truck, give the tire a kick. I did kick the tire. (laughs) Oh, I wish I'd seen that. You didn't see it. Damn it. No, I I actually kicked the tire. I looked at it. Kick the tire. (laughs) Yeah. Jim said it perfectly. <laughs> Read what Jim just said. <laughs> Women's get what they want from men's and then just humor them. That's exactly what was going on. <laughs> well, the, the game but plan I was- wasn't satisfied. I wanted to go have, you know, th- and I wanted to go eat. So I just wanted to get it over with. That's when you just leave. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Drop the mic. Even though you don't have one, just yeah. and then walk out. But we but had we had a game on. plan today. Come on, I had I I at least had an epic closing line. That was cool. <laughs> You're under pressure. <laughs> I'm not. It's just the look on the guy's face when I said that, and like he realized that no, that, that was the mic drop. Yeah, exactly. Um, but our game plan was foiled a bit. I was confused by it. Why were you confused? Because the person coming up was a was you know was a woman, and I'm like, oh shit, I don't know how to play this now. I thought we were going in good cop, bad cop, and... But women can be shady car dealers also. Or yes, they can. Yeah. And and she knew nothing about the freaking truck except for how to properly work the trunk. You know, that was a... Um, or the she truck, knew it was locked. The, the bed. You know, the, the yeah. tailgate. There we go. Um, <laughs> the, the guy didn't know how to do the dual action tailgate. Oh, he didn't? Yeah. But she at did. the other de- dealership and she properly demonstrated it. And and I got to show you the the in bed trunk, you know, with the drain. And then we both got kind of dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with that. It's a trunk with a drain in it to clean it out. So Yeah. <laughs> Actually you were like you went where I probably should have gone. You were like, We can take this and fill it up with ice and beer. And I was like uh, yeah, that's, that's where my mind went. And I immediately <laughs> cued into that and went, Ooh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, carrying on. You did go for a test drive again. You and wanted to t- check the hill out. Yeah. I took it up one of the, na- you know, one of the nasty hills. She was wanting to just kind of like go around a block and you're like, no, we're going to fucking test drive this shit. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes it up the hill, it's a good vehicle. And she's yeah. like, okay, we can go up Stonehill. And you're like, well, you can turn. When we get up here, you can U-turn and we can go back. And, well, you're just going to uh, turn here. And then you're going to take this other road. <laughs> Don't tell me where to drive in my yeah. own freaking neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to test drive this properly. I thought that was kind of funny, though. She was like, yeah, we're just going to go, you know, make a square here. And we're not. 
<laughs> no, we're going on a test drive. <laughs> it's like, this is the Siege. Yeah, yeah. You can say where we're going, and we're going to go a different direction. I'm in the driver's seat. Yeah. Get in, sit down, shut up, and hold on. Yeah, even I buckled up, and I was <laughs> in the back. How was that, by the way? Like, how... how roomy? It, it was kind of roomy. You know, I had a lot of head space. You know, I wasn't bumping my head on the roof, and when the lady moved the seat up a little bit, you know... She even wanted to move it up further, but I was fine. It, there was plenty of room back there. I felt comfortable. I don't know how I'd be like on like a 300-mile trip without having to have some kind of leg room, but yeah, it seemed comfortable. How was it getting in and out uh, with your knee? It, getting in and out, it, it seems like it has like a ledge, like a lot of vehicles like that now. It doesn't just go from, you know, straight from door to to the inside. There is like a little bit of a ledge, but mm-hmm. otherwise. Well, running boards can be installed, so that, that that's kind of why I was asking. Uh, no, it's mostly the inside because the inside has that um, ridge. You know, the, the, the floorboard is flat and it raises up a little bit. And then you've got the, uh, the door part, the mm-hmm. door frame. So it doesn't just kind of drop off into the into the door frame. It has that raised ridge. So that's a little bit difficult. But you know, it, there was still a little bit room of room in there. That's good. Um. Yeah. So uh, overall, it was a good good test drive. And I flat out told her I wasn't interested in talking about numbers. Only doing research. You know, and then she freaking pulls out, you know. I think you said that a couple of times whenever we were driving. Yeah. She wanted to bring that up. And he was like, no, no, not not interested in talking about those yet. I will happily give you my information so that you can contact me. You can send me your marketing materials, whatever. You know, you can, you know, you can feel like you got something out of our exchange. You know, I went in. Yeah, we actually went inside. Yeah, well, no, but I, I, I went in with something in mind. You know, I got what I wanted out of the transaction. Let me at least give you a little something in return, right? Right. Um, a little show of faith. But then she wanted my date of birth and social security number. I'm like, no, I'm not giving that to you. <laughs> I've told you I don't want to run financing numbers and stuff like that. I Like, no. Just here to find you out know, about and the other the other dealership... You know, they weren't even looking at, they weren't even looking at, uh, like address and contact information and everything. They were just, you know, looking straight at numbers, you know, the vehicle costs X, you know, and let's see what we can do on this. You know, they didn't, they didn't collect any information, but God, what did I say that just totally deflated her? I've completely forgotten now. I think it was, you know, saying that you didn't want to give her all that information and you just weren't interested in talking about you know about where you you know finances yet because you were I'm still, still doing research into what vehicles I want and I even flat out told her I'm considering an Accord hybrid she's like well do you want to test drive this I'm like oh, no my parents had one <laughs> I know exactly how an Accord handles you know I've <laughs> I just knew that my I first was, car was a Civic <laughs> I knew we were sitting there in her little cubicle and you could just feel it all of a sudden because I was kind of looking around, but I was still kind of focused on what was happening. 
and it just it just washed over me. It was like, okay, this is the point where she totally lost interest in everything that for our being there. And then she brought Mark <laughs> over. Oh, was that what his name was? I think. Yeah, she was like, uh, well, okay, well, let me go get what was he? You like were a freaking funny. Why? With him. It was when he introduced, you know, he introduced himself <laughs> to me first and, you know, shook my hand and then he turned to you and like, hi, I'm Mark. And, and you yeah. are? And you didn't say anything. You just no. grabbed his hand and whatever. Yeah. I don't even know what he said afterwards. I, I think he tried to stammer something out, but I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was silent kitty bop. It was awesome. I mean, that, that was the game plan. I wasn't going to say anything and. I don't oh my think God. I said one thing until she walked away and we were out there talking, just both of us. That's when I said something. But <laughs> other than that, I didn't say a word to him, any of them. Holy crap, Kitty. We've already been going for an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> Ish. Well, but there is that part that we got to cut out. And I, yeah. Anyway. Um, it was fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was just part of today's adventure. Yeah, so three days in a row, three different dealerships. Uh, been to the same Target three days in a row. That's a story for a different day, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've been going for a while. It's getting warm. I think we should go for our flick pick. What do you think, Kitty? Go for it. Yeah, we're going for it. <laughs> Our flick pick put me in a very, very awkward mood for doing the doing the show. What do you mean? Well, it's a heavy movie. Well, yeah, but it's a good movie. It's a fantastic movie. It, you know, it wasn't real. So, <laughs> I mean, if you got down about it what had, happened in it. It had real people in it. Oh, yeah, it had real people in it. One of them you've met before. Well, wait, two of, of them. them. Both of them. <laughs> so. Yeah. And actually, um, the founder of FedEx was in it. Okay. The Our, our flick pick the, for this evening is the uh, 2000 hit Castaway. Yeah, with Tom Hanks, Helen Hunt, Wilson. Nick Searcy. Um, oh yeah, some other people. Yeah, but Wilson. Wilson, which I, I thought was interesting. Uh, now, I know Wilson is you know perfect you know because it's it's more of a common name you know could be a first name could be a last name. Um, uh, but Tom Hanks's wife is Rita Wilson. Yeah. Do you think that made a difference in choosing the brand of the volleyball, Spalding versus Wilson? Probably. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think there is. <laughs> I don't a think. Th I don't think there was a Wilson volleyball. Maybe a Spalding and a Voigt, but I don't think there was. Oh, a Voigt! Very good. So. <laughs> so maybe it was uh, Wilson because you know Rita Wilson. No, Wilson's made made volleyballs for a long time. Before the movie, they make all sorts of sporting. Well, now they make all sorts of sports sporting, sporting goods. goods, but I didn't think a volleyball was one of them. Oh yeah. Okay. But 
I just thought that was funny. Uh, like, what, what if that ultimately was what it came down to? Was because Tom, Tom Hanks' wife is Wilson. It could be. Yeah. Good. So the love of his life was with him on the island the entire time. Awesome. <laughs> it, this is just a fantastic movie. There's a couple of scenes I have a lot of trouble watching. Uh, yeah, me too. Namely the, you know, his first attempt to get off the island and the the coral, you know, just oh god. When he that, kind of it gets rips his leg a bit when he kind Yeah. Of is it, flung into the water from a wave. Yeah, I just I I I don't do well with that. It, yeah, that was it's painful to watch. And and then the other one is is uh the ice skate dentistry. Yeah. That just oh my gosh. Um Well, a few months ago I was feeling the same way. <laughs> I was kind of looking around for some ice skates to take care of everything, but so yeah, I understood. <laughs> I didn't want to watch that part. But you went to Dr. Spaulding who referred you to Dr. Lovett and, <laughs> <laughs> and he married my Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, this movie was hugely impactful. You know, I I remember the buzz at the time, you know, everyone talking about Wilson and 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 how an inanimate volleyball, you know, was just completely and totally stole the show. Because of how good Tom Hanks is, you know, he he imbued the character into that volleyball. Yeah, <laughs> like it was it, it was his reaction to it um, uh, that 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 really sold it. And reading IMDb trivia, from what I understand, there were actual lines written for Wilson to uh, help with that that interaction. Oh, when he's actually talking to Wilson? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. Um, I guess that would help you know, to sell that. The, the scene that, that always gets me is when he's talking, talking to Wilson, like, I know where there's another 30 feet of rope. I'm not going back up there. God, I remember watching that the first time and you see him at the top of the, at the, at, at the top of, you know, the, the rock formation and where once there was a tree, it's now broken. It's like, uh, there's, he's, was just talking about 30 feet of rope. Holy shit. And then he, you know, pulls up the log and it's like, oh my God. Just that feel, you know, the feeling watching it for the first time, you know, like reliving, uh, uh, reliving the emotion of, of seeing him pull it up and, and the dread, like, oh my God, he did try and kill himself. Uh, that, that was just an immensely powerful scene. I didn't feel that. I, because it seems like it was his only option. I understand it. Well, I understand it, but just the 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 way that it's shot, the 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 tension in the moment in the movie, it's 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 easy to get wrapped up in. Yeah. 
And I, I just, I, I remember watching that for the first time and, and it was, it, it was exactly what I expected, but the, the tension was still there. That's, that's the thing that's wonderful. So wonderful about this movie is there, there is that uneasy tension, even though you see them, um, get comfortable and, and, and learn how to live and survive on the Island, you know, despite all of the setbacks that he's had, you know, all of the injuries, everything that he's had. He made some mistakes, a lot of mistakes in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's like, but I guess he wasn't, someone who would be prepared for something like that i mean like but, when he finds the one guy i mean we both were like what the hell yeah take his shoes take his clothes he did take, take his, his belt shoes, <laughs> took his flashlight but he didn't take the belt he should have taken the belt he should have taken the clothes too yeah and I mean, uh, i'm all for he did honor, bury him. i'm all for honoring your friend but you know that's a perfectly good life fest as well yeah yeah, uh, you're that. alone on the island. You got to use everything that you can to your disposal. Yeah, he buried him, so you know he honored him. But yeah, take his, you know, <laughs> take everything because he's not going to need it, and it could help See, you live. And but the problem was, I really loved watching this with you. Yeah. Yeah. Half of what I love about about watching a movie with you is just the conversation that 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 comes up <laughs> and like when he first got to the island as he was washing up you know um we started joking about it being cannibal island yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i did ask you how how long do you think cannibals would be able to survive on the island it depends on how many of them there are <laughs> it really does that really cracked you the hell up when you said that it wasn't like it was it actually wasn't the joke itself that cracked me up it was your reaction to me <laughs> saying that and then realizing i had just said you know like realizing what i had just said it was more your reaction <laughs> But yeah, all right. So I had some fun with that one. But the entire time I kept making cannibal jokes. Yeah. (laughs) Totally inappropriate. But what can I say? I love watching movies with you, dude. It's awesome. Because you never know where our shit is going to go. And so he's sitting there with his friend, you know, bloat, you know, waterlogged, bloated and green. You know, he's already started to rot and everything. (laughs) I'm just like. I just strip his clothes and eat the flesh. <laughs> like, that's good meat. <laughs> Here on Cannibal Island. <laughs> when I told you it wasn't good meat. I it know, but we, were playing, but we were playing Cannibal Island. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, how many humans are going to wash up you know, on this island? So, you know, enjoy it while you can. Human yeah, jerky. And it's not like the freaking Lord of the Flies where you got the wild boar running around. You know, Wilson's got the conch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's falling out of this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the the scene where he's trying to figure out how to open the coconut. Um, that's... Uh, he's tossing it at a rock. It's just, I love I love how it was shot. Um, 
and it showed the progression, you know, how he accidentally made the uh, bladed edge, you know, with the stone because it cracked. Yeah, he and, cracked and it a was, stone on a coconut. <laughs> Damn, that's a coconut. Because it still had the, the coating, that outer crust, I guess. That I didn't, Before this movie, I didn't even know coconuts had. I thought they were just those big... Yeah. Uh, and there's even a line in there where it's like, you know, okay, thanks, Gilligan's Island. You didn't prepare me for that. Well, I always <laughs> knew about, you know, coconuts being a laxative. Because I remember eating uh, a fresh coconut... Uh, when I was young, and they were like, "Yeah, you don't eat too much of that because you'll you'll poo a lot." <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like coconut, but you know, if it was fresh coconut, just a little bit, and it's like, "Yeah, I'm good. Don't want to get the get the poots." It was. I I I really did like the the progression of the character as he learned how to do things, and both of us like when he was trying to make fire. Like we were both making, you know, comments. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because he made fire. <laughs> fire good. <gasps> Look at what I have made. I have made fire. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene so much. Yeah. And he's burning himself. He's like, "Ouch!" But it's good. It's like because oh, I have fire. fireflies. <laughs> I'm burning myself a bit, but yeah, I made fire. Uh, Ever 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 since then, um, whenever I've gone to the beach, I've always thought about that scene. You know, when you first light the fire, <laughs> it's like, "Look what I have done!" <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Um, I like how it went from when he first arrived because he looked like you know he was a healthy guy, mm-hmm. a little bit big, and then like what four years later had passed. And, you know, dude lost weight and, you know, he's all bearded, his hair's bleached, you know, from being out in the sun and, and yeah. And Um, I guess they took time between that, right? I mean, he was, you know, I wouldn't say he was, uh, he was just, you know, a little overweight, I guess, maybe not too much. Yeah, he was, he was healthy, but then he looked like someone who is in management or an office job or yeah you know that is someone who has a lot of demand on on their own personal time and maybe doesn't get to go to the gym as much yeah and so anyways uh, later he's you know you can tell that he's been there a while and all that was real so i don't know how long they took between that for him to go from a little bit bigger until, you know, he looks like he's not wasting away, but, you know, you can tell he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, and, I mean... So that was cool. I mean, you could even see it in his face. Even though he, he had a full beard and, you know, the the bushy beard, the, the long hair, long straggly hair. I mean, you could tell it in his face. Oh, and by the end of it, he's as he was as skinny as he was in Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't so. even say more than that. I was thinking bosom buddies. Whoa! I mean that far back. <laughs> I was like, damn. Wow. Okay. Um. Sure. So that makes sense. Um. Oh gosh. Uh. Let's see. 
it, it was heartbreaking the the Wilson scene. Oh God, yeah. I mean, how can you get feels for a friggin' volleyball? Because and the everyone... person interacting with it is one of the greatest freaking actors ever. Period. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also one of the nicest guys. I mean, that's that's awesome to me that you would just get feels from someone losing the volleyball. I'm like, damn it. That that scene, like as he's, you know, he's struggling, he even untethers himself from the raft. For like a, a little bit. He's yeah. In the and, middle of the ocean. In the middle and, of and then like he, ha- like he has this moment where he has to make the, the decision of whether or not, you know, he goes to rescue his friend and potentially put his own life at risk. And like you see him take that moment to decide what to do. And then... At that point, he's already, you know, he's already let go of his tether. It started to to fade away without him. You know, he's been on the, you know, been on the water for who knows how many days, you know, only able to sustain himself on uh, whatever fish he can catch. Coconut. While he's out there. And then, you know, rainwater that has, you know, been collected in a tarp and dripped into a coconut you know i mean he's not in peak physical form at this point you know and and there he is you know if 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 he loses uh any power in his stroke he might not be able to get back to the raft but that's what wilson meant to him he was willing to 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 risk that and he had to to further contemplate that and it's just such a freaking powerful scene yeah but he does you know ship finally shows up and he's taken back to civilization Mm-hmm. which is uh, i found it weird that you know it was four weeks later when he was you know reintroduced to everybody in front of like in a, a press conference with a lot of people i don't i don't know four weeks it seems like it would be tough to deal with, with so well, many people. Maybe around. like, maybe based on where he was at. Um. Well, but that was a shipping container that could have gotten, or it could have gotten there faster. That's, that's a whole different situation. Though. I mean, it's it's a crew, but not the entire crew is going to be there around him. This was a press conference with. It's got to be at least a hundred people that are there. And they're cheering and they're you know yelling and tossing questions. Yeah, and then like everything goes into okay, and then tomorrow we're gonna do this and da 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 da. Like whoa, hold on, hold on. Yeah, he's been hasn't been around people for four years. And everyone's talking about like oh well, it's a, it's a big deal to bring a person back from the dead, and he's like, you know, <laughs> wait, can you imagine it from his like I was never dead, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one who's made an assumption. And you know what happens when you assume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was definitely alive. Uh, this, this movie is another, you know, Helen Hunt. Absolutely love her. Absolutely love her. Um, yeah. Uh, I still think Wilson got more screen time, but- just saying. Well, Wilson did get more screen time. <laughs> but 
you know, in, in, in the beginning, you know, they, they, you, you see her working on her dissertation. Um, you know, there's, there's the, the dinner where people are giving them crap, you know, Christmas dinner. Um, I just, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, the moments that they had together in this. And I, I like what she brought to the character and, yeah, she understood I, what kind of, you know, demanding job that he had and they were trying to, you know, in the middle of the dinner he got a page and and they both broke out their, you know, their uh, yeah. And and <laughs> they were coordinating things. right then and there. It, so it's just she understood. Didn't like it, of course, understandably, but you know, she understood that, you know, he had a job that, you know, it any given time maybe he had to go Take care of something. That's just the way it was. And then when he gets back, you know, she's married, has a kid. Husband is the one who ends up greeting, you know, Chuck. I didn't get that part. Whenever he did go to the window and he saw her and the new husband walking away, you know, she had that moment where, you know, you couldn't hear what she was saying, but she was visibly upset so did she want to see him and he wasn't gonna let her see him or that's what i always took away from it that was she wanted that to see she him. was so conflicted the husband just told well, her because yeah. when she got the phone call she fainted yeah well the husband said you know it was an emotional for her because you know she lost him and now he's back and so i just didn't get did he not allow her to see him because you know of that, or and I don't think it was, I don't think it was a uh, like in terms of allowing, but I do think he was manipulating. Okay, maybe that's what I, you know. That's what I was thinking. You know, because he he stood to lose something there. Exactly. From, yeah. From from his point of view, you know, the the person that that she was never able to let go of. And, you know, maybe he's even questioning, like, did she just settle for me? You know, um, I, I could, I, I could, it's believable to me that he would be manipulating in that, in that moment. I, I, I could see someone actually doing that, you know, purely selfishly. They, 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 they see this person as a threat and especially knowing um, that that your wife was in love with him before, and he went through this extraordinary ordeal, and <laughs> and, and and now he's back. You know, that's I, I don't know. I could I I could see it playing out as as someone manipulating their spouse. I hate to say it; it's a pessimistic did, view of things, but they did get to meet with each other, so. Yeah. Finally, you know, afterwards, they had to talk about what had happened. Mm-hmm. And even at some point, she was like, uh... Oh, you got to be kidding me. She kind of wanted to, to go... Johnny, I do not owe you a beer. My phone is muted. However, the call is coming through my iPad. <laughs> so, um... Oh man, I need to turn that feature off. 
That was awesome. Yeah. But she had a moment where she actually got in a vehicle with him and he told her, you know, she had to go back home because mm-hmm. he understood, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't going to be, you know, it wasn't going to be. She had a life and she had to go back to it. Yeah. So he said, yeah, yeah you got to go. <sighs> and so it was kind of sad. I mean, he survived on the island with her in mind and he got back and she had to move on. I'm kind of curious as to what time frame they actually did uh, or what time frame they filmed those scenes because Pay It Forward came out in 2000 as well. Oh, yeah. And it was... uh, This came out... Uh, December. Yeah, it it came out. It was a Christmas release, yeah. um, and Pay It Forward was a couple of months earlier. Yeah, like September, or October, maybe. Um, and I think it was, I think it was in May that they wrapped uh, uh, principal photography on that. And that's when Kevin Spacey, Haley Joel Osment and Helen Hunt came into the club. Yeah. You know, and I've told the story how I was the greeter that day and I, you know, you didn't know who she was. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've, I saw Kevin Spacey and Haley Joel Osment was having fun with his friends and Kevin Spacey was just in the corner watching him. And then there was this lady wearing a black baseball cap you know, she was, she was a blonde, but, um, you know, she was just super nice and, and, and we had a good conversation. Um, uh, she ended up asking me about, you know, uh, about school and, and everything. And, and I had actually had, um, my calculus two <laughs> book pushed, uh, over because I was doing my homework before they came in because they came in early and everything. And I had no idea that I was talking to Helen Hunt at, at, at that time. So you know, this so was between that? I'm or? kind of wondering if if she came in like, you know, they wrapped on, on Pay It Forward and then like right after that she went on to finish up these scenes. You know, because if it was... If, if her parts were were filmed after the fact, you know, Tom Hanks would have had to have lose all the weight and everything, so she would have had to come back to film those last couple of scenes. Well, there's special features. I think there's featurettes about this, so I want to go back and watch those. All right. So. Well, I can tell that you're uncomfortable. You're fidgeting. Oh, and just- we're going long, so... I think we should get to our final thoughts on the movie. Okay. I I get very emotional when I watch it. It's a very heavy movie. Um, it it it, definitely it has, has a happy feels. ending, but not the happy ending that you hope for when you watch it. Um, what do you mean? You don't. He's at a crossroads at the end, and I kind of like the way where exactly. it's implying. Right. 
We don't know for sure, but it's just a look on his face that maybe. What was it that he it's said to his ha- friend um, when he said that he had to keep on breathing? You know, he had to look forward to the next day, and there was no telling what the tide would bring in. That was it. Mm-hmm. Like so I said, it's a happy ending. I got that sense. That, you know, he didn't know what the tide was going to bring that day, and it looked like maybe something good was coming in. So I like that. It was a good ending. Well, and he had just met the recipient of the package that saved his life. Yeah, the one package he didn't open and finally delivered at the end. And I want to know what's in that package. <laughs> it's like the uh, the suitcase or the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. What the fuck was in that package? Well, you know, you know that food. <laughs> you know that. Um, uh, what's her name is uh, uh, single, you know, because at the at her ranch, it used to, you know, like there was a piece of the the name missing. Yeah, there was something, and and then her name, Bettina. But that right? <laughs> oh, you yeah. got it pulled up. <laughs> yeah, at the beginning it said Dick and Bettina. Right, and then there was the package delivered by FedEx, you know, to Russia. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, it's from my wife. And then he kisses his <laughs> mistress and... Yeah, that was messed up. Yeah. Yeah, we got to see Dick and yeah, he was a dick. Yep. Um, it's it's a it's a heavy movie. There's a, a, a lot of feels. It didn't go with the the simple oh and he's back and they're back together everything's happy no there's more conflict after that um i i love the writing in this i i definitely have oh god damn it i can't remember what uh the one of the writer's names um william Broyles jr yes yes he has worked with tom hanks before um he the Apollo 13 was based on um, Jim Lovell's book, yeah. but um, William Boyles Jr. Uh, was one of the screen screenwriters oh, okay. for it that adapted it. That's cool. Um, yeah, and then, uh, well, it was freaking directed by Robert Zemeckis. You know, Back to the Future, Contact, Castaway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, was the Mecca's force come? I believe so. I was thinking that too. But that I don't... Oh, geez. Could easily find out, I suppose. Possibly, yes. That <laughs> <laughs> um, I know... It's been a long time since I've watched... Uh, it's been a long time since I've watched Forrest Gump. Uh, I can't remember who directed it. Oh, Catch Me If You Can. That's right. That was also Zemeckis. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I just saw it when you when you scrolled by. I forgot about that one. Keep going. Keep going. Anyway. Polar Express. Producer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It doesn't matter. Let's just finish up. Yeah, whatever. I, I, I swear I just saw Catch Me If You Can. Probably. But that's... I, I don't know. It's 
pretty much I I already said the first two that that come to mind. Contact and Back to the Future. <laughs> so Okay. Um I don't know where I'm going. Any final thoughts, Kitty? Uh no. Just it was a good movie. Yeah, it's kinda heavy with the the feels and everything, but it's good. I mean, I don't feel all depressed or anything about it. It's like, it was a good movie. And I'll yeah, watch it, it just, again later. It And it was on sale for $5 on iTunes this week. Speaking yeah, of $5 on iTunes, we can save that for the stinger. Okay. That's Midnight Movie Nights for this week. As always, that's nice with a K. And the podcast is available on SoundCloud and iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, and pretty much anywhere where you can get podcasts. And if you can't find us there, well, let us know. Let us know. But you're, I mean, the only way that you would be listening to this is if you're listening live. So <laughs> you already know how to find us. It doesn't make sense, and but we'll go with it anyway. Pacific. We got a web page of women at movienice.com. That's your way of telling me like, uh, get over it. Seeps. You're awkward. <laughs> Not going to go to the bathroom. Oh, that's why you're fidgeting. Yeah. Okay, so our email address is contact at midnightmovienights.com and uh, on Twitter we're at Movie Nights Pod. And we want to thank Mr. Brad Raven for our logo, at Judge Funky Boy for our theme, at DC Cantel for our segment intros, and uh, we do have some new followers. Yes, we do. And uh, you've got the list? Yeah, the first one is T-S-T-S-Y-L Podcast at... T-S-T-S-Y-L pod. Uh, okay. And at uh, Hanson Logistics at Hanson Logistics. Do we have any idea what T-S-T-Y or S-Y-L stands for? Uh, no. Um, no. It says a weekly podcast that explores who we were at age 15 through the music that got us through our awkward years. A proud member of the Ear Trumpet Audio Network. Wow, you're awkward. You're stopped. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. All right. Harmon Logistics, thank you for the follow. Uh, earbud at Earbud App. Cool. Glass Half Broken. At nice. GHT. Uh, GH. I can't see that. Oh, GHB Podcast. Glass Half Broken. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> and Lifemark Podcast. At Life Mark Cast. Mm-hmm. Philippa Lambert at Lambert Philippa. <laughs> <laughs> and Still Got It movie at Still Got It 2016. And Karen Yankovic at Karen Yankovic. Woohoo! She knows where the hell. Do you think? Maybe? No. Maybe. Who knows? That, I mean, does anyone really truly know Weird Al? Only my ex-wife. Uh, so. <laughs> nice. All right. And we'd like to thank Revelstoke Jim for joining us in the chat as well as Diana. Yeah, she was here for a bit. She had to go yep. to work. Yeah. Hope you had a good night, Diana. With a K. With a K. <laughs> All righty. And we'd like to thank you for listening. Thank I'm Miranda you. Janelle. I'm that fracking cat. Hey, Katie. Yep. You got to go tinkle. <laughs> Talking is hard. Good night. Good night. With, With a K. K. Remember, remember the 5th of November. You be careful.
People in masks cannot be trusted. Go away, Baton! It's oh shit! It's at no, what? damn it! It's after nine. What does that mean? I forgot to check. Oh, I haven't unmuted you yet. Oh, well, what do you mean? <laughs> Urgh, your channel is screwed up again. Wow. Okay. Uh, so uh, what, yeah, yeah. what's going on? No, yeah. it's after nine. So the July blockbuster deals on iTunes are over. Okay. Oh wait, completely. Completely over. Yeah. Oh, well, that sucks. I'm glad I picked up Jaws. Uh, yeah. It wasn't one I felt like getting. Really? Yeah. I did get Men in Black, though. That was, what, Friday? I think. Yeah, that was Friday. Oh, well, Saturday. Um. Yeah, it's just weird that we were on Friday night, you know, talking with Jim and Johnny and Honey. Uh, we, we Jaws had come up, and then it was the five dollar movie. Yeah. So yesterday, like when I saw that, like, oh, oh, holy crap! I got, I gotta get this. I don't have this in digital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got it, and then, but because I got it on the Apple TV, it just started playing, and I was like, well, okay, I guess I'm watching Jaws. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and I think I actually finally, I, I think I saw something that. I've never seen before. What, in the movie or? Yeah, you know when Hooper and Quint are talking about their scars? Uh, I think so, yeah. There's a moment where it cuts to Brady. Yeah. Wait, Brady? Brody? Brody? Brady? What the f? Anyway, um, it cuts to Brody and he like kind of lifts up his shirt a little bit and it looks like he's got a scar going all the way up his chest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um,. I've never seen that before. Like I, I know the whole, you know, the whole thing. Like he had drowned, you know, and that's why he didn't go on the water. Oh yeah, I, I haven't seen it in a long time. You want to watch it? Because it is every bit as intense now as when I first saw it. I mean, there are scenes, you know, like oh my god, just Quint talking about the USS Indianapolis. Yeah. Well, okay. I freaking love 
the the total change in demeanor of of Hooper when you know like that you know that he points to the scar on his arm and and they're you know they're talking about it and he's like oh that was the USS Indianapolis and like Hooper's you know total expression just everything changes and it suddenly becomes real to him you know quint's been giving him crap you know for being you know uh you know the the rich kid with all the equipment and 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 going to school and but you know quint holding it uh, you know his knowledge of uh sharking over his head uh like it, it becomes like in that moment hooper realizes quint's credentials and 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 not just his credentials, but what he was actually, you know, part of. Hooper yeah. and Quint, yeah, I don't... Uh, I'm confused on who was who. Quint was Robert Shaw. Okay. Yeah, and and so, you know, Quint being part of, you know, uh, the, the crew that delivered the bomb to Hiroshima. Like, it just, everything becomes real. And, you know, knowing that they were stranded... Uh, <laughs> Uh, in in the water, and what was it? Uh, eleven hundred men went into the water. Three hundred and sixteen came out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, just that whole change of expression. It, it's just one of the most intense scenes. And yeah, it has been a while crushing. since I've seen it. You know, I, I just I actually caught myself holding my breath listening to this story. Oh. Now it's a story. I don't know how many times I've seen Jaws. I I, I remember um, it was one of the ones that I watched with my mom and she had considered it part of my film education. Uh, Mom really likes Steven Spielberg a lot. Um, I I remember we watched Jaws and then uh, after Jaws, a couple weeks later, uh, we watched Duel. And, and don't know that one. Oh, I've only seen Jaws like once or twice. I mean, I don't like water and I don't really like sharks all that much. So come on. It's one of the best movies ever made. I heard it's good. It's just, you know, water. But dual, you can see a lot of the, a lot of the same elements, you know, um, being, uh, tort, you know, uh, these characters being tortured by, uh, 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 a seemingly supernatural force, you know. So, in, in instead of a, a shark in Duel, it's a uh, it's it's a big rig. But oh, it's a fantastic movie, um, and and you can kind of you know you you can definitely feel the the connection between the two movies and and how it was really Spielberg really cutting his teeth, um, and and leading up to. Uh, becoming the filmmaker that could make Jaws. Um, it's just, uh, it's an awesome flick. Definitely worth watching. But, Alrighty then. Rawr. In water. <laughs> <sighs> no, I'm not going to hit the button right there. Okay. You were just staring at it. Now, well, I am going to hit the button. I mean, we've, we've gone long and we don't need to do a long stinger, but I, it it's just really freaking awesome to watch Jaws again. <laughs> okay. I love that movie. All right, then. 
the mayor of Beertown once again. You sent me a picture. Uh, you were displaying your meat this morning. Yeah, I, I was. I'm glad you appreciated my meat. <laughs> I appreciate the fact that uh, uh, you are observing the, uh, the the safety procedures of the 21st century. Your meat was wrapped. <laughs> but no, I like my version of you out on the street just swinging it around, inviting everybody to come down to like Mattress City or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have the hand-eye coordination. I might as much as I drink, so I might argue the fact I saw the picture you sent. You, you were handling the meat just fine. Head on over to RevelstokeGym.com and you can meet a Canadian too. That's meat spelled M-E-E-T, not the other way. Revelstoke Gym on Mixler, SoundCloud, and iTunes.